the volume. Another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Fresh off a holiday weekend. We hope you were safe. We hope you were merry. We hope you took the over and Joey Chestnut eating 75 plus dogs. Cash in the over. Let's freaking go. Coming off a gorgeous Larry Locke for last Friday. I told you diving into the holiday weekend, the Bucks were a lock in game six. To swing a lock they were. And pending on your sports book, where you shop, I said Spain and England would move on in a two-team parlay. Spain and England moved on. My England to win it all futures is looking as ripe as a spring plum. Let me just say this. If it wasn't for fickle soccer spreads, that plus money parlay would have cashed. And if you have the luxury of firing on a soccer club to win, period, as opposed to win in regulation, always take the win, period. Because that was the difference in our parlay cashing and not cashing. And wrapping up the prop shop from Friday, we have the Suns minus 175 to beat the Bucks. I also am holding a plus 195 Suns over Bucks exact ticket. So if you've been following along, I have dialed this in from the final 4 to AT. Like a lot of us gambling simps out there, we had the Lakers and the Nets in an injury list playoffs. But that has not how the Scotty Van Bad Beat cookie has crumbled, my fine feathered degenerate friends. So we have to shake and Peyton Manning, hot row, hot row, red seven at the line. And what have we done? We have taken the Suns over the Bucks. We have picked both series correctly. I have rode the Suns all the way past the Lakers and it has been kind to me at the book. So moving into today's episode, special guests from the big three, my man, the one and only, we go all kinds of way back. This dude gave me one of my first interviews in my 20s. The one and only Craig Smith, aka the Rhino. You'll learn which Hall of Famer gave him that nickname in this interview. Later on the pod, after my picks, you will learn all about Craig. Top four in the big three in scoring. Top five in blocks. Top four in three-pointers. The man is a force to be reckoned with. Now being coached. By the Iceman, the one and only George Gervin. It is an exciting big three basketball season for my man Craig Smith, who has gone from the enemies to the ball hogs. That's right. The former Gilbert Arenas teammate is now dancing and brushing elbows with his boy. Rookie teammate of his in the NBA, Ricky Davis. Very exciting interview talking with Craig. He also breaks down the Suns Bucks series from a professional NBA athlete's mind. A lot of value in that interview. It will be after these picks. Before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, anything Moneyline Monaco, Alex Monaco. You want to shout me out on the ones and twos on social? I will be sure to reciprocate. Thank you. It takes a gambling village and a gambling village. It takes every one of you listening. I appreciate. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get rock'em, sock'em to it. Shall we, Basil? First pick, second pick. Then we get to the Craig Smith interview. Then 
We are on our way to a volume sports Tuesday night NBA live stream. We're going to have pro athletes. We're going to have comedians. We're going to have entertainers on. We're going to have my Italian Jewish fro rocking and rolling, screaming and fitzing, baby. It's going to be a ball. Don't forget, Volume Sports YouTube channel, Alex Monaco, all day, myself in the third person. What have I, Costanza, become? Don't worry about it. Just know I got the suns coming up here. Let's dive in. To my game one prediction and a quick little Chris Berman note as to why I have the Suns over the Bucks game one of the NBA Finals on ABC. I can't hardly wait in a same game parlay. Give me Chris State Farm Paul three. 15 plus points on FanDuel. That should bring the juice down because we are staring at what I never thought would be. Minus 230, the Suns are on the money line. Minus 5.5, the Suns are the favorite. The Bucks coming off of a gritty Chris Malcolm in the middle 10. Put the team on my game five, game six with a side of Drew never takes a holiday back, baby. But there's a new sheriff in town. It's Christopher Paul CP3. I am so in love with this Suns team. I love the Suns minus 230, but we got to lower the jangle juice a little. So give me Chris Paul on FanDuel. 15 plus points coming off a 41 point game six at Staples closeout game. Seven for eight from three. 31 second half points. The man outscored the Clippers down the stretch by himself. 27-18. Do you realize what you've done? Here's an eerie number. In 2018, Chris Paul had a chance to go to the conference finals. He had 41 points and no turnovers. Didn't get there. Same exact stat line from a points to turnover ratio. The man is the opposite of Brett Favre behind the throwback center. He doesn't turn the rock over. I am riding Chris Paul, who had 22 points in game five, who has been in the plus category every single time the Suns have won. And I am confident this man will captain. He is the captain now. Ride this team to a game one victory. Look, how do we not take the Suns in game one riding Chris Paul? This is a Suns team that lost just two times Two times in the month of June, playoff basketball. And it took a Devin Booker breaking his schnoz and Chris Paul collectively going 10 of 41 from the field and a Paul George 40-plus outlier outing game to beat this Clippers squad. They have dethroned the king. They have sauced the NBA MVP, having NBA better scratch in their heads how this man did win the MVP. That was so fast, he was back to Serbia before you could say, Nikola Jokic. And then Chris Paul, like the Hollywood script has been written, goes into the X, goes into Staples, and embarrasses this team while Pat Beverly embarrasses himself, breaking Wedding Crossers rule number six. As you know, drawing attention to himself in a negative way. So, 
I will take the team that beat the Lakers in game one, 99-90 at home. I will take the team that beat the Nuggets by 17 points in game one, protecting home court, posting 122 big ones. I will take the team that beat the Clippers by six in game one, dropping 120, the most points they had all series against the Clippers until the closeout 130-point game. I am so confident the Suns win game one. I am so confident the number one defense in the postseason takes care a home court. I'm not saying it's Suns and four. I'm just saying I like the Suns to win their fourth game one of the NBA playoffs and it's on the heels of their ferocious, fearless leader Chris Paul giving us 15 plus points. That is my lock. Let's keep it schmoozing. And I will take Because I am on a 75% Action Network roll the dice dominating the Euros. I don't know how I'm doing it. Just kidding. We always know how we're doing it around here. I have Italy, FanDuel, same game parlay round two. And under 3.5 goals in a gorgeous almost 2 to 1 pays us plus 191 parlay let's roll up the degenerate sleeve shall we international soccer we go it's italy plus 145 going against spain plus 200 they dance at wembley it is early on a tuesday morning so if you're listening to this make sure you fire early let's start with italy how do we not feel gorgeous great fantastic about taking my Italian roots and putting the good juju good fellas Robert De Niro godfather Pacino vibes out there and going with my homeland baby Italy plus 145 on FanDuel for good reason going against Spain plus 200 and the difference is one was cemented to be here and Spain gotta be honest kind of fortunate to be here Italy, I will take all day. 11 goals to two in this tournament. One given up, two by a pen. Lukaku shouldn't have even got it. They shut down the number one team in the wait for the Dr. Evil Pinky world. Italy has shut down the Kevin De Bruyne to Lukaku. One, two, stocked into the mailman. Double tap, why? If there was no Lukaku pen, there would have been no goals. Belgium, who everyone thought had value as the fourth biggest squad on the FanDuel table, but Vegas always knows. Italy is second for good reason to Spain at third of the overall team to win the tournament. But Italy, again, defense wins championships. They have only given up two goals in over a thousand minutes of football versus a team in Spain who has had to go to extra time multiple times. We're talking about going into extras up a grown man on Switzerland. They had to go to penalty kicks to win. This is a Spanish squad that didn't put any goals up against Sweden, who literally lost to Ukraine, who was embarrassed by England if we connect the international dots. They drew against Poland. Yes, they went 5-0 against Slovakia, but have you played FIFA? Who doesn't go 5-0 against 
against a non-four-and-a-half-star club, if you know what I'm putting down. And Croatia, they had to go to extra time against as well. They barely got by Croatia on the hair of their chinny-chin. Scotty Van Bad beat chin. And again, up a man on Switzerland and barely got by. I will take the better defense. And why am I going under? Little bit of Italy defense coupled with a betting trend of the Euro semifinals. Of the last 10 World Cup and Euro semifinals since 2010, only three of those 10 have topped two and a half goals in 90 minutes, with two of them pushing over due to injury consolation goals. The only one that smacked us in the back of the overs club head, Brazil's infamous 7-1 loss to Germany in 2014. Everything else is a chess match. So I feel gorgeous. I even thinking about firing on under two and a half. But I'm going to go smart because we're already getting plus money with Italy. No need to force the issue. I'll take Italy in regular time. Parlayed with the under of three and a half goals. It pays plus 196, plus 198, etc. Line is subject to change pending when my voice hits your ears. I will get into the Craig Smith interview on a Suns win on the money line with CP3 having 15 plus points and Italy on the money line under three and a half goals over Spain. Bada swing, bada boom. Let's get to my man, the fourth leading scorer in the entire Ice Cube Big Three. My man, we go back almost a freaking decade. We're talking about a real one. The big man on the block. Fourth and threes. Fifth in blocks, top four in scoring, the one, the only, Craig Smith for the Ghost Ballers. Enjoy the interview. The NBA Finals are finally here and FanDuel Sportsbook has a championship offer you don't want to miss. Because during the finals, new users get 30 to 1 odds on either the Suns or the Bucks to win their next game. That means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. I'm talking about the Suns at home in game one who have dominated all game ones, dethroned the king, embarrassed the NBA MVP, sauced the Chris Paul X Clippers, and now they're supposed to fear a deer in the valley? I think not, Costanza. With FanDuel Sportsbook, there are more ways to win on FanDuel during the NBA Finals. And when you do win, getting your money is a layup. You'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up with promo code MONACO to bet the NBA Finals with 30 to 1 odds. Once again, that's promo code MONACO to unlock 30 to 1 odds on either team to win their next game. Exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer. 21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, or New Jersey. Must wager in designated offer market. $10 first deposit required, 150 max bonus. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700, Colorado. 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana. 1-800-GAMBLER, New Jersey. So, you're a sports fan. That's why you're listening, baby! But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. And I'm all over it, like Revis Island. I'm literally 196 and 145. I'm batting 57% over 300 bets on this app. 
I have nothing but great things to say about it. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can see the latest picks and articles from Action Network gambling experts, as well as personalities like Colin Cowherd, compare odds from different sports books, and track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So, if the game means more to you, download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter. And feel free to hit me up, because I'll go toe-to-toe with you, baby, any day, any moment, on any sport. I'm on the mic with not just a professional athlete and a special guest. This man has been a friend since my early, early days of interviewing people. We actually went all the way back to a on Craig's home, kind of where he works out core in L.A. Little dodgeball with big (laughs) workout Swiss balls. Craig, it's like yesterday you were tossing all kinds of balls at me and I was dip, dodge, ducking. But good to see you again, man. You still remember that moment? I do pause, but I do, man. I do remember that, man. We had such a blast that day. It was a really great experience, man. It was really cool hanging with you that day, my guy. Dude, and you you took me into the the workout. Saw you put up some put up some buckets, some boards, just some 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 lefty southpaw elbows to the jugular. <laughs> Here we are now, second season in the Big Three, coming off a gap year. You went first round. Fifth overall, I know you were on the enemies in 2019. Now you're settling into the ball hogs, coached by the one and only George Gervin. Talk to me about just the draft process, the combine, everything that got you back in. Because, I mean, we're talking about one of the most top-level overall athletes in the big three, my man C. Smeezy, a.k.a. the Rhino. Yeah, man. So, you know, we had a little bit of a break um, from that. Uh, and I felt like, you know, going into it, I either should feel like I needed to be a captain or, or definitely early round in the first um, as a pick. So just just going through that, I felt like I've, I've done my work. I was top five in scoring. I was top five in three points made. I've actually worked really hard to show you guys I can still play at a high level. So it was only it was only it felt good when I felt that somebody else wanted me. It sucks that I felt like I should have been on the team that I, you know, helped get some wins in, but you know, that things like that happen in this business, you know what I'm saying? So you got to find, you know, the next team. And and clearly it was one of my old teammates and, and people who I'm very, very familiar with as far as playing the game of basketball. Of course, your boy, you're you're back with your boy, Ricky Davis. I mean, again, to your point, I was just about to shout it out for you. You already know I went to the big three leaderboard. The man is fourth in scoring. (laughs) How how do you, if this was in NBA terms, Craig, how do you let the fourth leading scorer with, oh, by the way, Joe Johnson, who's a cup of coffee away from removed from the NBA, (laughs) Andre Emmett and Stoudemire being the only three ahead of you? enemies even let you go my man i don't know man i felt like hey the enemies had their own plan and you know they wanted to go on their own route and it's it's nothing but love at the end of the day because it's a business you feel me but i mean i don't know how you leave out a rhino you feel me but at the Ah, end of the day the rhino does become a ghost baller so um i know i did enough work to to let everybody know that you know i still can play at a top level in that league and and that's why i got picked top five 
And now Absolutely. it's just about getting to the playoffs, baby. It's, that's what it's really about. Hey, and AKA the Bahamas. How we doing? Let's go. I should have put the background Bahamas <laughs> saying I'll, my boy Craig's taking the ball. It's all the way. <laughs> No, but yeah, this man. is a team. Th this is a team that that you're going to. That's had a three win improvement from the previous season. They missed the playoffs on a tiebreaker. So this is a squad yeah. that obviously coached by the Iceman feels like they're prime for the playoffs. They bring in you again, top four score, top five in blocks. You're also top four in threes. And I'm sitting here looking at. 14 of 42 from three-point land. The man should be in that modern-day NBA with those kind of three-point numbers. But I imagine this team is looking, and, and a coach like George is looking to wrap their arms around your talents and just talk to me a little bit about the exciting opportunity going to a team that obviously is looking to make a playoff run and a championship run. Well, the, I, I see them as a bunch of underdogs, and, and most of them I play with. I play with Chris Johnson in Portland. Me and Ricky, I'm, I'm one of his original rookies. You know what I'm saying? And me and Mike Taylor is a year off from playing um, Clipper basketball together. So I feel like these are guys who I felt like are good glue guys, good all-around guys. And, I mean, they do a ton of good things in their foundation. Not only that, I get to learn from the Iceman. A rhino learning from the Iceman on some soft touch. I mean, I, I think it's going to add something new, and and I'm definitely excited. Iceman, he was excited when I had a conversation with him. And just speaking with, you know, tons of my teammates, man, it's been really, really good, and we're really, really motivated. And that's what I said. Our goal is to get to the Bahamas one day at a time. I love it. And, and just talk to us a little bit about the strategy, because you are, I, I mean, to me, you're a, a power forward. You can be a center in this league. You can, of course, be a small forward with just your skill sets in talking NBA terms. In this league where there are four-point plays, where you can stretch the, the three-on-three floor and hit the three-pointer, talk to me just a little bit about the half-court, first-to-50 strategy and just being a veteran in this league going into where, you know, a league they got some youth now as opposed to guys that are coming from the league. This is a, a stretch league with some, some youngins as well. So I wonder from your perspective, if you're mixing it up a little or just from a strategy, strategy standpoint, talk to me a little bit about just the game that you play so well in this big three league. Well, I just really tapped into my like my street ball game. I felt like my street ball game, professional game was a little bit different. I was in an era where we got drafted. Shaq was still in there. So sometimes they didn't want us. You know, we were that tweener, the uncoveted like player we don't know what to do with. Now the tweener is like one of the most interesting players with a guy like Zion Williams to be in first place. And then and even the big three. I think of what happened this last year made a lot of younger guys feel like, hey, I can come in here and, and, and build my brand on a nice platform like the big three because they've seen guys like Joe Johnson get that opportunity. I feel like if I keep pursuing it and wanted to pursue it, maybe I get that opportunity as well of getting a shot back in the league or something like that. Heck yeah, I feel man, like let's go. I'm on team <laughs> yeah. Smeezy right now. Let's yeah. get it. <laughs> so so definitely, man, and, and it, um, it just feels good too that I'm actually showcasing my real game. Like, this is my real game. I'm a basketball player. I can play all positions, even though I've always been stuck playing power forward and center positions. But it's like, I got footwork. I got handle. I got shot. So now it's just utilizing this um, in this situation. And it's just like, yeah, if we got Ricky and Mike Taylor or something to pick and roll, I know you can't leave me. I'm going to shoot that thing now. That thing going up in the air. And then it's just like, well, you know, it depends who guards me. I got inside, I got outside. So it's just like showing my versatility on this platform has really been helpful because that's always been a dream of mine to be able to show this type of 
uh, show this type of game. So I'm ready for it. It's good to have good young guys in here. It makes it really more competitive and lets everybody know, like, hey, you know, we're taking the spot in the summertime and some of these guys might be in the league the next year. I love it, man. And I, I personally feel like you got plenty of left, plenty of left in the Rhino tank. I got no reason to feel like in today's modern day NBA, Craig, I mean this literally from the bottom of my basketball heart as a gambling man. I'm like, yo, I don't know how a world of NBA players and odd kind of positionless basketball that a guy like you, who again has just shown you can hit the perimeter knockdown shot. You can have, you absolutely have the athleticism to cover all five positions. Would I be absurd to say that you go in top three again in this league on even more eyes on this league stage could go to the NBA this time next year. I mean, how is a guy like you not invaluable, whether it be off the bench, whether it be a a starting four, someone that's easily still young enough to have the athleticism to do what everyone thought Joe Johnson could do. Yep. And like, I think for me, it was, I don't like, I guess guys thought, you know, I was this type of player in the NBA in which I always thought I was more and I can do more. And it's like, now that I show it, I feel like they're like, you can't do that again. You feel what I'm saying? And, and hey, you, that, know, you know you what serendipitous know. is that you're getting coached by a guy who did it in the ABA before the NBA and how fascinating and synchronistic would it be? I'm getting borderline chills that you get coached up by Gervin, you lead your team to the Bahamas, do I dare say a ship? And the next thing you know, you're you're in the NBA in a squad where, you know, how could the Blazers have not used you where you got Collins can't stay healthy? And I'm screaming at Nurk, it's freaking losing my mind. It's being ready, man, in the trenches, knowing that I still love this game and I still had a lot to play. And my goal has always been to play till I'm 40. So I mean, and in, in, in are you looking at today's NBA as like, man, I am, I got so much more dog in me. No one even wants, you alluded to Zion Williams, Williamson, of course, fellow Southpaw on the block, power forward, yeah. shout out BC. I mean, your game, it's almost like the NBA style came to you a little bit, especially with you being able to knock down the shot from long range. Talk to me about just your physicality. You can loop it into how you are in the big three. But in today's NBA, I just feel like 90-style ball, which is what you embody inside and out, offense and defense, is exactly what a team needs. It is, but I, I feel like it's also in the locker room, too. I'm, I'm a little bit older guy. I've been through some experiences. I know how to help um, these younger guys and get to where they need to get going, you know what I'm saying, especially from a mental standpoint. Because, you know, there's a lot of different teachings that I feel like, you know, you, you, you have to have some positivity, especially during the season, around some veteran guys. And I feel like we need more Udonis Haslam's, you know what I'm saying? We need Absolutely. more guys like that. We need more Jared Dudley's, my guy, you know? Like, we need these guys to come out here because it's just so much of a uh, uh, the young age, you know? And I feel like some of those guys, you do need locker room guys just to keep guys going and keep guys focused, locked in, and and making sure they're doing the right things out here, especially at an unknown time, especially when we're coming back all outside after being inside, you know? So it's a different feel, and I and I think I, that's something that's definitely leaded as far as powerful leadership and somebody who can be like, hey, you know what? Some Somebody's injured tonight, and you come in and give us 20. 
you know, or something like that. So I, I definitely feel that. Definitely. No, nah, man, it's, it's interesting because you are old school and new school in, in a sense, just like you are with your height, being able to play a couple different positions, man. And yeah. on a big three note, you, you got coming up in week one, this coming July 10th, Saturday, Ghost Ballers versus the Aliens. This sounds like a Monstars outside Space Jam 2 bracket matchup to start. <laughs> you got Brandon Rush coming in, of course, leading the league in threes. Last uh, time y'all danced, Shannon Brown's a beast. You're going to have no easy fee with Greg Oden on the block. What, what's the strategy when you do have a seven-footer in the big three? I know our boy Hollins is one of them as well. When you're going against a guy who's a little bigger in half-court three-on-three basketball like Greg Oden, what, what's the strategy knowing that you're the defensive presence now here for the Ghost Ballers? The strategy is just you got to make it tough um, for those type of players. You don't want them to get easy positions. And I feel like I've been doing a lot of different film. And I'm going to be doing some film uh, next week just on uh, inside defense. And one person who I do like and admire is Draymond Green's defense and toughness on the block. But I always feel like if you do your work early and you make them work for it, it's obviously going to be difficult for them. And then you can't be no slouch on offense. You got to make them guard you and move them around. That's what it is. Come out here and guard me. I got to guard you, go. you got to guard me too. And that's the love. And I, and I love Greg because we were teammates. So he knows the vibes. You feel what I'm saying? As far as we're going to go at it, we're going to go hard, and we're going to make it a good matchup. And we're going to, you know, make it a joy for the fans to see. Absolutely. Is there a little little smack talk in in the game within the game of Big Three? Is it all fun and and, and games, if you will? Well, well yes and no. It depends, who, it depends who talking to smack. Like last year. You know, we had a guy like, you know, Gil, man, is a funny man. He was always talking smack, you know, to people, especially right before the games. And some people didn't know how to take that because they didn't know if they needed to be serious or needed to be funny, you know, and laughing and joking like that. So it's just, it really depends on the team and the situation. But it's just like, man, ain't nobody, no punks over here. You know what I'm saying? So 100%, man. And, and I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're going against your old coach. Am I not mistaken? Week yeah, one, yeah. that's so big. Big little, hey, man, as a gambling man, I got fake Vegas behind me. I'm going all in on the Ghost Ballers week one. I don't know what the spread is. I don't know what the line is. All I know is I'm rocking with my <laughs> man, the Rhino, today, tomorrow, and the next day. Let's get it. Yeah, man, we just, we're going to go out there. And like I said, we're some very, very humble guys. And like I said, I, I feel like we might be getting disrespected because we see all these playoff predictions and things like that it's only motivating this 100 percent, man I'll, I'll get you out of here on this uh, again craig smith check them out see smeezy i gotta ask real quick though before i do get one one closing thought it's such a cool story to explain i mean you have a couple of nicknames but you again were drafted kevin McHale, the legend he he gives you this nickname i mean get, give me a little costco sample real quick on how you became the one and only inner beast that is the rhino so like one day you know i was in practice in minnesota freezing my butt off i had did something that was deserving of a rookie duty randomly so i was very very upset and um if anybody knows kevin McHale, sometimes he can sound like macho man randy savage you know hey brother what's going on brother so um <laughs> I'm just beasting during, you know, because I'm mad because I'm like, you guys got me out here doing something unnecessary that I got to do as a rookie duty. And I'm just mad. So I'm beasting. 
And he just stops and he's like, hold on, brother. You're out here running through people like a rhinoceros. <laughs> and, and after that day, ever since, I've been called the rhino. And I mean, it's a blessing because I was drafted 15 years ago. And to still have that name going, man, it's, it's, it's a pleasure. And I'm only looking forward to do really cool things um, in the future, um, you know, based on this character. So I really appreciate Kevin McHale for just being the man and thinking of something like that. And it's sticking. I mean, I mean it's really a blessing. I love it, man. And I think it's a perfect nickname for you. It's embodied who you are on the court. And, and ain't nobody want to cross paths with the <laughs> rhino hook, line, and sink, baby. No way, yes, no sir. how. I wish you the, the best of luck. I'll be doing some highlights of, of you and your team and some Ws. I got you in game one, no problem. Just on a, bringing a veteran presence to your locker room, what we've seen, and I'll get you out of here with this, on what Chris Paul has done in one season with the Suns team now going against the Bucs. I don't know that everyone in the NBA family had this as the finals before the playoffs. Been an odd year, of course, with the bubble season, et cetera. What do you think about this matchup in a quick little Chris Berman breakdown? You think the Suns, it's the Suns NBA finals to lose? And you think Chris Paul is just on his Tom Brady this year and he can't be stopped? Or do you think what the Bucs have shown without Giannis in game five and six against the Hawks, it's anybody's series? It's anybody's series, man. And I'm going to say Drew Holiday is going to be a key factor in this series. Um, the way he plays defense, you got to watch out for that. Him playing CP3 in those fourth quarter times and seeing how those matchups go. Also seeing how Chris Middleton plays defense on Devin Booker being a taller defender than he is. And mm -hmm. then, I mean, you do have a Greek freak. So Greek freak can mess around and play the five in which I have him over an advantage of De DeAndre Ayton. Don't get me wrong. DeAndre Ayton has been playing out of his mind. and He will get buckets, but I think – it's going to come down to that small ball for Milwaukee. Because even, even if DeAndre Aiden is in there, you got Brooke Lopez, who's a defensive shot blocker. So you guys getting to the rack, mm, it's going to be a little bit tough. You guys getting outside threes, you, you, you may. X factor for me for Phoenix, Mikel Bridges. I'm a Villanova guy. I like Villanova guys. Yes, and like I said, for me, my X factor – now for the Bucks, even though I called Drew Holiday, I like the Drew Holiday, Chris Paul matchup, P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker's beaten every Houston Rocket in the first round. That's a factor. Wow, look at that with a little SC inside info. A little, little factor. So we got to watch out that you, I way. I mean, how do too. you, how do, how much do you, and just because you got me intrigued now with your, with your philosophy, how much do you think the in-series coaching adjustments between Budenholzer and, and Monty Williams is going to become a factor and, and those coaching staffs? Because wow. I feel like Monty Williams has outcoached everybody on, on his way from dethroning the King to the NBA MVP, et cetera. Yep. We go against a guy with Budenholzer, you know, obviously defensive minded coach, pretty interesting with his minute restrictions and stuff with shuffling around lineups. Now you kind of have them playing a little looser without Giannis full time here, at least in the last couple games. Where yeah. do you give the coaching edge to? I mean, for right now, you got to give it to Budenhoser because for him to miss out on Greek Freak these last two games and get the job done, that's pretty remarkable, especially when I felt like Atlanta after that game four, even though they had Trey Young, they blew them out the water. And it was like, oh, maybe they have something different here. But nope, that got nipped in the butt. So right now, advantage goes to him. Um, I think 
and there's no disrespect. I'm glad that the Suns made it, but will we be talking about them if Kawhi was playing? That's mm. what always is my mind, and there's no, no, no disrespect. You guys want it, you want it outright, but sometimes in my mind it goes, if Kawhi's there, do, you, do I see them or the Clippers? Clippers fam coming out. This man was a Clipper. Let's not forget so, it. But at no. the same time, Chris Paul deserves this, and he works really, really hard. So, like I said, it's going to be a very interesting s- series, and I don't know who's going to get it, but it's going to be a good one. Hey, I like I'm gonna it. I'm going to say not- at least it can go five to seven games. That's right. how I can see it going in a twist. Hey, man, well, you're more than welcome. We'll be live streaming every one of those games from the man cave. You want to hop on, talk some shop. I always love your insight. I always love your energy. You're, you're a real one. I appreciate you from day one. And I'll be pulling for the ghost ballers all season, baby. July 10th, Saturday, it kicks off. My man, C. Smeezy. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate you, Alex. Always, man. It's always love, bro. Hey, right back at you, Craig. I'll let you get back to your extended weekend. Thank you for making time. I know the man's putting in work. I can see L.A. in the background. <laughs> He's got the shades on. Life is good for the first round, fifth overall pick, baby. Hey, continued success, man. I'll be watching from afar and hopefully staying in touch. Yes, sir. Thank you. Talk to you soon, bro. And that about does it for the one and only Craig Smith, C. Smeezy. Throw him a follow on Twitter, Instagram, all over the social media waves. The man is going to be Southpaw putting on for the former Golden Eagles, the Blazers, the T-Wolves, the Clippers. The man has been a beast on the block for years. And now we get to enjoy him for a second season in the Big Three Check him out this Saturday, July 10th, Ghost Ballers versus the Aliens. That's George Gervin coaching the big man, Craig Smith, looking to get his squad into the playoffs and to the Bahamas. Cannot miss the big three this Saturday, July 10th. We'll be covering it all season long. Look out for my boy, Craig. We appreciate him on many levels. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate every single one of you. It takes a gambling village, and all of you are valued and appreciated. Don't forget to hug your mothers. Ta-ta, real smooth. volume.